my balls. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as the Cranberry Bastard. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, and I'm the Tag Team Champions. Happy, happy break, everyone. Happy break. Happy, uh, Daniel Bryan. Happy Daniel Bryan is the WWE Champion. He, he's alive still. He did it. He did it. He's still the champion. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, he's the he's the big champion, and he's gonna be the champion forever, which is cool. That's a, the creative decision that I like. Okay, that was kind of the uh, so the you did wish on the monkey's paw for him to become champion. Yeah, because they said okay, but also we're gonna go to Saudi Arabia, and Hulk Hogan's gonna be there. Yeah, they did say that. <laughs> they said okay. So life's all about balance. And then, you know. and then also, uh, Daniel Bryan kicked AJ Styles' balls up into his chest, and now that made him a bad guy for some reason, which is kind of that's a weird. The, that's the only way. That's how like you activate the bad guy node in your brain is you uh-huh. have to kick AJ Styles in the balls. Yeah, the Ironborn were trying to make Theon evil, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it didn't work. Didn't work out that way. Yeah. Um, a couple, a couple things to talk about before we get into. Yeah, a lot this. of big housekeeping. Hit me. Uh, what? So how how was your um holiday? It was good. Was... I got a big Spider Man machine, and uh-huh. uh, that's fun. I love to swing around on the Spider Man machine. Uh, I I kind of have a, a runny nose because I was playing with my nephews and nieces, so that one's not too great. So Out sorry if cold, I sound different in the cold Florida weather. Yeah, it's a cold seventy four degrees right now, yeah. and it's kind of wet. About uh, kind of around uh eighteen ish. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, cause yeah. I, I never know what the temperature is like outside for- Florida until like our funny wet president tweets about how global warming is fake. Uh huh. And then I'm like, uh, oh, happy, it must be cold. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. President. Um, <laughs> it's been an honor. So, I, I usually go to my friend's house, my best friend, Chris, who we, I've mentioned before on the shows. Uh huh. But this year, uh, we had nowhere to sleep at his house, and I said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I had it with Kim's family, and we had a very, um, it was fine, and then we had very heated games of Uno. Oh, okay. So, are you are you um, an Uno aficionado? I'm an Uno man. Sometimes my family's like, "Let's play Skip Bow," and I'm like, "Fuck you! Where the fuck? Where's my Wait. funny Uno cards?" Do Do you have um, any unique house rules you play Uno by? Uh, I think I just play the correct way, even if it might okay. be house rules. So I- most people play. If someone gives you a, a draw, then you can play another draw on top of that and that goes to the next person oh see that to me that is a house rule that's so not you're a just whatever rule. happens that's it the way that i used to play is if you like if if i'm sitting to your clockwise direction and i play a draw card you or i play a fucking draw four then like you draw four and you don't go and that's it Oof. See, see these house this house rule i feel like i come from a common. very republican household it's yeah because very... i was gonna say this this you're very <laughs> Like, con- the constitutional Uno players. Oh, like, yeah. And we, listen, we, when law. we play Scattergories, if it's fucking T and you and you put the Wizard of Oz, fuck you, that's a W. So, that doesn't so count. I feel, I feel like most people play, you can add plus two or plus four on top of that, and then that passes. Yes, I, ha- I am aware of the stack technique. However, uh, I played a different, which uh, no one in this family has ever heard of, so they refer to it as New York rules. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is that, say say someone plays a plus, draw two yellow on me. If I have a yellow skip or reverse, I can play that, 
and it would either pass you can to the fucking next person do the six bullets the attack and redirect it to somebody else yeah if you you can in new york uno rules you can reverse the draw two back to that player that's some cool new york rules yeah, and no one wanted to play by it because they're like, no, you're too good. <laughs> because it would make so. Eddie, it's the Eddie's Choice rules. <laughs> yeah, New York, a.k.a. Eddie's Choice. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then you ruin Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, that's usually that's not the sort of heated thing that happens in Thanksgiving. When you said there was that, a heated I, thing going on, I thought it was going to be sort of a sad And that's why one. every school I've ever attended has banned playing cards, because uh, New York rules can get quite heated. <laughs> Eddie's Choice is very yeah. unpopular. Uh, oh, it's very popular, it's just very violent as well. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of heated... Okay. Uh, tar- targar- Targaryen book. Oh, uh, I was Targaryen gonna say, book. like, what, your engine? Like, what was... So I was, uh, fans of the show may know I had tickets to a one-time, once-in-a-lifetime event to see friends of the show, George R. R. Martin. Literally his, his only public appearance between his, like, cabin visits to write yeah. half a page of The Winds of Winter. Speaking about his new book of Fire and Blood, the Targaryen drama, which I don't care about. It's only the first half, too, which is good. It's only the first half. And it, it, the ticket came with a signed copy of this, uh, book. And I said, okay, it's about an hour and a half away in New Jersey, far away from me, and I'm going to drive there after class. So I did that, and then I got about, let's say, three quarters of the way there, and then my car said, hey, do you want to, like, use the brakes on this on this uh, slick machine? And I said, I would absolutely love that. And then my car said, too bad. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Your brakes said, I'm tired. And <laughs> I don't want to. It's so cold. I had, pull, I had to pull into the rest stop, and I said, Geico, can you please save me? And they said, okay, let's go home. And I said, I guess I'm not seeing George today. So did you just sort of coast 10 miles running on the shoulder to break? Or was it, it just l- kind of Luckily, a, it was like... It had one last two, gasp in it. Two miles. And it was like, listen, I, I got was, one more break in me. You better make it count. You better make it count. Better crash in one <laughs> shot. But luckily, I evaded that. But also, I evaded George's speaking arrangement. I didn't get to see him nor the book. Right. And I, uh, hope, hope still, I can... Still forthcoming, hopefully. S- still forthcoming. And then when I finally get my book, I'll test and see if it is, um, immune to fire. So. Yeah. We'll see if it was a one-time magical event. Yeah, so we'll, we'll I'll update you on, uh, Fun Point next week about how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's my week. Um, you wanna talk about JoJo? Yeah, sure. Alright, let's get into it. First of the episodes we're talking about today, let me get my notes up, is Six Bullets Appears, Part 1. Yeah, dude. It's it's Sex Pistols, though. I, you know, it, it's, it is Sex Pistols, but also Six Bullets Appears is pretty funny. Six Bullets Appears <laughs> is good to read. Um, so this one starts, hey, at the, the last one we talked about, they found Zucchero, and he was two boats in one. Yeah, and sometimes he when, was, yeah, he, he, had, he had a secret boat in his uh-huh. boat, it's a funny exhibit meme, and then uh-huh. he said, he pimped my boat, and then sometimes when you rip a guy's head off, he doesn't die. Is zippers? There was no blood. There was no blood, and like, everybody- His head was connected to his body by the zipper dimension. Yeah, so it's it's fine. And, like, Narancha has fleas or something? He, he has a bump on his head. Oh, yeah, I just assumed the child had fleas. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, Fuga is looking at Narancha's head, and Narancha's mad because Zucchero put a bump there. I thought he was gonna be mad that there was kind of a hole in the back of his neck. Yeah. But I guess it healed and just kind of became a big old bump, like a cartoon. He got hit in the head with a hammer. Uh-huh. 
Uh, so then they just kind of beat the shit out of this sort of start, body. So this guy has sort of a headless, alive body in the Mario Zucchero. They just sort of sort of start curb stomping him over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mista hates the piece of seaweed that's on his face. Yeah, the gunman of Mista does not care for the gross seaweed because it means that there's pollution or something. But it's he's fine. like, if it's if it's seaweed, then it's fine. Right. But if it's pollution, then I'm going to have to murder you because the ocean is bad now. Mm. Global warming. You know? Yeah, I do. Uh, so this happens, and then the narrator just kind of cuts in and is like, Capri, the ancient Greeks colonized it for its beauty. Yeah, I like, missed him. Okay, like, thanks, bud. Yeah. Polpo's secret big... fortune. Hell yeah, dude. Popo's secret fortune, and the Greek emperor spent ten years here, and he disappeared, and everyone loved it. He thought it looked good, and he stayed. He, th- he said, this, I like it. And that's where he lived for ten mm-hmm. years. Mm-mm-mm. And then uh, that happens as the boat is heading to that beautiful island we love. And then they they get kind of like a tortury, uh, the heroes. So this is know? like the fun sort of the everybody before I watched this episode they were like, oh, the absolute madmen at David Productions they pulled it off they did it. Yeah. Uh, well, first, uh, Mister is he he's like okay I have this fishing line and I found these glasses somewhere. Yeah, it's kind he kind of does like a funny jackass stunt. He basically what he does is he wants to torture the the bad man of Zucchero for in, informazione. Yeah, and what he does is he takes kind of a, a funny fish hook and puts it through his eyelid, and you see it happen. Yeah, you see it happen, and then he sort of straps the alive head of the man to the railing of the deck, um, and he puts the glasses on and tilts them in such a way that. The sun reflects into his eye, and it burns his eye. And by this point, like, Mario Zucchero looks like Homer Simpson's big sandwich in that one episode (laughs) that he just won't throw away. Like, he looks bad. He looks really bad. Um, And and then Narancia does hand... Some hand divination or whatever. Name divination, Mario Zucchero. That's still only six syllables. Yeah, Narancia gets, like, one of those, like paper flowers that girls in elementary school would do and it was like pick uh-huh. a corner and then it says you're gonna oh you're gonna go to the ninth circle of hell yeah it's great that's where satan lives yeah and then and then and then uh, hey now we will begin to dance uh-huh this is the torture dance yeah so a lot of people were excited to see this and if i could say david hit it at the park <laughs> on this one because i'll I don't have it ready, but the original dance is, like, in in the manga, is kind of just four panels of them, like, gesticulating wildly. Yeah, it's just kind of like a, squ- for a squatting in four different directions. It's not okay, particularly... So you, so you, I looked it up after. Yeah. Okay. So, and everyone's like, wow, this dance is so funny. And I just like, how the fuck are they going to make this happen? And David, he did it, bud. Yeah, they put, like, the whole, like, Great Day's breakdown effect in it somehow. It's, like, psychedelic, and it keeps cutting between them dancing and, like, Zucchero's head exploding in, like, yeah. weird colors. And just, like, some... It's, is it a real song that's playing? I don't know I don't anything about so. hip-hop, but it's... I don't think it's real. It's a pretty good song. It's just a guy like, oh, now on a whole new level, or some shit like that. Yeah, it's, like, the fucking SSX it. tricky menu music. It's pretty yeah. good. My favorite part... Like, the dance is funny. But what I really love about it is how Mista and Fugo just kind of, like, perfectly join in. Oh, yeah, they like it. Like, they've, they've it's planned choreographed. This. It's choreographed. They know this is their torture dance that they do all the time. Yeah, it's their famous... I just think if you've been listening to us since episode one, where uh, Jonathan, like, goes to the castle or whatever the fuck happens, 
This is maybe the scene that you should, like, check it out for the first time. So, so this, like, if you want, so you mean if you want someone to watch JoJo? Yeah, I just think, like, if you've been following us for 56 times and you haven't actually, like, seen what the show looks like. Uh-huh. You know, like, there My- are people, there are people who haven't watched Game of Thrones and they just, they, when they hear us talk about Littlefinger, they just think he's, like, a little goblin who looks like Okuyasu's dad. Yeah. Like, I think this is a good one to just kind of jump in and see what the my show looks like. Was like. My previous, if you've never seen JoJo's, was the one with the scene where um, Joseph shoots the... Yeah, it shoots the cop with the, the Coca-Cola. So, the Coca-Cola bottle, yeah. So then this is the new one. This is, yeah, this, it's, it's another option for sure. So then, uh, Abaccio, he's mad. He's like, stop fucking around. And he just punches Sukara's head and sends it flying. So he's bleeding and his eye is exploding and whatever. So then he's like, okay, let's figure out what's going on here. I'm going to use my stand, Moody Blues, and Jorno, turn around. Don't look at my stand. <laughs> it's, it'll make you too horny. Like, we know, so we know, like, it's obvious at this point, Jorno being, always coming up with these great plans, must realize that Abaccio's stand must somehow show things that have happened before. Right. But, like, why won't he let him look at it? I don't know. It's, <laughs> because then they know that, like, oh, he radioed to his friend. So, he must, he just must not want Jorno to be horny. Maybe he's just embarrassed because he doesn't think Moody Blues looks cool. <laughs> Jorno, I hate you. Don't look at my sexy stand. <laughs> he's jealous because he heard that Jorno and his stand were like spooning on that cable car. Yeah. <laughs> that, there's that. And also later on, Jorno, uh, it's, I think this is, is it this episode or the next one? But Jorno, I saw a post that said like, he sees Mr. Feeding sex pistols and is like wait should i feed my stand too <laughs> golden wind is so hungry uh anyway i i did like because zucchero he's on the radio and he's basically saying everything for he's like yes i have captured bucciolati and his cohorts and soon i will arrive at the island of capri in about 35 minutes yeah and he oba like, the way he says over is just so... Yeah, it's nice. Like, jaunty. It's still, it's you know, 56 times in, it's still really charming to just, like, every now and then just, like, hear a nice random English word. Yeah. It's nice. Um, So then, I think the rest of the boys are like, oh, we gotta, like, get information out of this guy. And Bruno's like, no, don't even try it. He's a hardcore gangster. <laughs> My partner, Luigi, is already on the island. Yeah, which, like... So that, that must mean none of them are. If he's like, no, this guy's a hardcore gangster. Uh-huh. So for Bruno's crew, they're just, like, fun guys. They yeah. look like fun guys. They look, they dress to blend in, if you remember. They do famously bl- dress to blend in. I do, uh, like, I love, I I don't think we're there yet, but when we get to Mist's backstory, I just love the part where, you know, you learn about a character where they look like a normal person and then something bad happens and then that causes them to dress up like a clown and they never really explain why that is. <laughs> What's up? My name's Guido Missa. I'm 21 years old and I never fucking learned how to read. Um, It's fine. So it, a funny gimmick we did on the first 10 or so episodes of Post Game of Thrones is we would count how many times characters said like winter is coming. Yeah. I think for this one, we have to start a count of my name is Giorno Giovanna and I have a dream. What's up with that? <laughs> he says it a lot. He's he's known Bruno. I, I, there was another tweet that's like, he said it three times to Bruno in two days. Yeah. He's <laughs> had maybe like three conversations with Bruno. Yeah. And he says it every time. You yeah. know about your dream. Yeah. like. But cool. Mist is like, actually, I like it. I haven't heard this yet. So yeah, I like, it's, it's the first me. time. So they're trying to figure out a way to get to the island. They're like, we can't take the boat there 
because then, like, the guy will be looking for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Giorno's like, okay, I'm going to turn this, life, this, like, life preserver into a big fish. And he does it, and the fish is just flopping around for a while. Yeah, put that boy in the water. <laughs> uh, so he's like, since it's my stand, I'll take the fish. And Mr. is like, uh, hold on a second. My stand, six bullets, is made for killing. It's not, I like how he says sex pistola. It's sex pretty pistola. good. Yeah. Number one. Number two. I like it. I love to hear it. Uh, so we see, I think this is the first time we see Mr. Stan. It's just like yeah. little, these little, little of, like harvest monsters with numbers on their head come out of the little, gun chamber. Little bullet goblins uh-huh. kind of crawl and they're like, <laughs> and I, 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 how do you feel about the little goblins? I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> Like, I, it, when I read the manga, I was like, okay, these guys are cool, but now that they have voices and, like, they cry and... Yeah, cheer, they literally like, sound like, like fucking one of our voices. Like, yeah! 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 It's so good. Uh-huh. And they all have different personalities. Like, one is mean. One's a, one's bully, a bully. One's a beta cuck. Like, one... Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I love... One of my favorite things is when a stand... Because, like, stands are, like, ghosts that are, like, a representation of your soul. So, like, the stand is you in the same way that, like, Jesus is God and all that shit. But, like, I love it when a stand can have a conversation and disagree with the person. Yeah, um, I I don't know if this comes up in these episodes, but I looked it up on the Wikipedia of JoJo. Yeah. And it says that, um, Mista got his stand from, like, Popol's Challenge. Okay. So I was thinking, like, this. well, either way, I guess if it manifested from him or whatever, but I do love that there is no number four bullet. It's nice. It's unlucky. It goes one, two, three, five, six, seven. It's mm-hmm. great. Just like he wanted. He liked it. Um, anyway, they ride the big fish, I guess, to the island. Yeah, they do the Pokemon-style SSN travel, and they make it. Uh-huh. And then, uh, like, they're talking about, the, uh, Jorna's like, okay, let me get the radio out that I also brought here, and we're also not wet. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, we only have... 20 minutes. There's tons of tourists here. If the guy is, like, shady and freaks out, we might only have 10 minutes. Maybe even only 5 if he, like, freaks out before that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mista? And he looks over, and Mista sets up a fucking lunch table. It's like a nice, fine dinner for one. With a bottle of wine and a tablecloth and a beautiful, like, salami and cheese platter. Yeah. That he brought with him. This is like Jamie and Braun going to Dorne, except it's good. Yeah, and he's but he says, this is my mafia union mandated look. <laughs> like i get an hour so. did you did you see when mr does bart simpson eyes what when did he do that i just like somebody posted it on twitter but like have you seen that picture where like bart is just like breaking ketchup packets on the carpet or something and it's like yeah. bart what are you doing and he looks up just like yeah. squinting mr does yeah. that too and jordan's like what the fuck are you doing and he and just he says lunchtime is time for lunch yeah he did, which hell yeah dude <laughs> I mean, I can't deny it. Yeah, I don't know enough about lunch to dispute it. And he says, like, these little shits won't do work unless I feed them. Beautiful Tuscan yeah. salami. And this is when I, I decided that I love the killer minions. They Because they come out and start demanding, they're like, Tuscan salami! It's so yeah. fucking good. And they'll just, like, climb out of the gun and start munching on it. On yeah, they just, like, live it. in a bullet or next to it. It's so nice. They're all little pieces of shit, and they're all my perfect sons. <laughs> I love like this is this is when I was like, oh, so when people have lists of favorite stands and many of them are from part five, that makes sense. Yeah, because this one is just six little six little, little goblins dudes. that ride bullets around like curvy air ride and they murder people. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so then 
uh, I, the plan is like Giorno is gonna. So now think about it. It's like I think Mister wanted to be like, um, lunchtime is time for my lunch for me. Uh huh. But he just didn't want to tell Giorno that he has to feed his children. Because it's and then after he feeds them the little murder children, they they like demand a nap before they can do their murder job. And Mister's yeah, like, don't like, worry, I'll convince them. Yeah, don't worry. You'll you'll get a nap after. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Uh, so then Mister goes up to the island, and Giorno stays behind with the uh the radio. Yeah. And then this this fucking guy he like runs the pier. I'm glad you have some takes on this guy because so do I. Because this guy comes out and he has the fucking Danny DeVito voice, <laughs> and he's yell. He's like, "Hey, does anybody? I got a message from a Mario Zucchero. Zucchero Lagunga. Zucchero. He's coming on the boat. Lagoon. Is anyone here waiting for a message from Mario? He yells for like. Five it goes minutes on for about- eighteen minutes, and like the plan about- is, Mist is going to shoot whoever comes and answers the call. But this fucking boathouse man is standing up right up next to like two businessmen at a table eating lunch, and just for five minutes screaming, "Is anyone waiting for a?" Mr. Zucchero, Lagunga. He keeps, he won't stop. His his stomach is touching their lunch table. Like, it's ridiculous. And no one moves. And Giorno's like, oh, well, this is terrible. But then he notices, oh, uh, Giorno gets a radio message. And it's a guy like, hey, why the fuck are you sending a message? Yeah. That wasn't part of the plan. And then he realizes that the guy is in the boathouse. He uses star platinum binocular eyes and finds out that somebody's in he uses star vision, and he can see that uh, there's a secret man in there. And then he tries to do, like, he basically does, like, uh, Polnareff and Kakyoin's, like, handshake in the air. Yeah. But Mista can't see because he's an idiot. So oh, he's, speaking like, creeping of, around. Speak, sorry, uh-huh. speaking of Polnareff and Kakyoin, I just did want to point out about the torture dance. In the, at least in the anime, it was really nice that all of them had, like, the serious Kakyoin, like, dark eyes while they were doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they weren't was... smiling while they were dancing or laughing or anything. They were it's deadly fun, fucking just, serious. It's just business. It's their job. They have to do nothing it. Nothing personal, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they do the, he, Jorno does the funny, like, long distance hand wavy thing. Uh, and then Mr. like walks in front of the window and the guy inside is like, oh shit, that's Guido Mr. I know who he is. Yeah. So Giorno like radios into the other one. He's like, Mr. look out, he's in there. So then the fucking, like they look at each other and then the guy inside just closes the blinds. It's pretty funny. It's funny. Uh, normal bullets will never be able to figure out where I am as he closes yeah. the blinds. So, uh, then the brain genius of Mr. He just wildly shoots two bullets just, into the, He uh, sends two of the sex minions inside to, to just murk the guys right in the Achilles tendon. And you say, what could these little fucking monsters do? And guess what? It rules. It's perfect for killing. It's perfect for killing. These are six <laughs> independent little murderers that can redirect bullets any direction they want. So, uh, Sex Pistol's power is that they ride on the bullets and can redirect them, not just in one direction, but they can, like, kick them to the other one, and the other one can, like, send it in a different way. Yeah, they can fucking, like, do fucking... What, I don't, what's good. the fucking sports term? Pass and play or some shit? I don't know, some oh, soccer pass? Game. Yeah, pass? it's like a, like a pass, I guess you fucking could do. Fucking t- tiki-taka uh, <laughs> bullet play. <laughs> yeah. There's Complete this, football, as they call it. If the big sports characters who listen to our show, the sports side of uh, Yaddy Yaddy Boys... The thing where you, you're playing hockey and you pass to somebody and they shoot it in the goal immediately. Please send that in. A one-timer. One-timer. That's what they do. Yeah. 
uh, and they're good, and then they shoot the guy in the leg, and then they dance and cheer and say, heck yeah. Yeah. I do, I also like the, I mean, who fucking knows? I mean, all of you do, because you read the manga, but, like, I like it when you can also tell a stand's, like, weakness immediately, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I, like, I can foresee this stand, like, being like Ash's Charizard, and it's like, I'm too, I'm too hungry and tired to help you. Also, as, as we see later, like, unlike other stands, he needs fucking bullets to do it. He does need bullets. Otherwise, they're just, like, little, little, little upsetting goblins. Yeah. So they hit the guy, he hits the guy in the leg, and then they cheer. And then, finally, the guy stops yelling about Mario Zucchero. He's like, hey, what's going on here? And yeah. this is like, I'm a little busy shooting guns at the moment. Yeah, Mista comes out <laughs> holding a gun and says, it was gunshots, are you mad? Yeah, are you Have mad? You, are I you... know they don't sound like the movies, but... Yeah. So what? So he goes into the house and he sees, like, a trail of blood going out the back door. Um, <laughs> and then the fucking little minions, they, uh-huh. they like, see Mista and they get all excited to see their dad and they go, leg, 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 I got him <laughs> in the leg. Got him in the leg, Pa. I Just like you taught me. We punctured a tendon, Pop. Uh, uh, so then, he, I think he says someone like this guy must frequently come in through the back door. Yeah, this is some shit like that. Is that like a no funny reason. like gay one? Because people in the Crunchyroll comments were like, "Oh, it's like a hilarious gay joke." I don't know. I that I don't. I was too busy it. focused on Mister supporting his small sons. Yeah. So he follows uh like the trail of blood to a truck, and he he's like, "Oh, he Mister like he's like, oh well, since this guy hasn't attacked me yet, he must be a short range stand user." Right. Like it's always good to me when. Characters remember. Or they read. They, yeah, they all. They all read the stand handbook that you get when you're stand yeah, they, power. They activate. went to JoJo's Bizarre Wikipedia and said, "Yeah, types when of stands, please. when Pulpo's weird arrow stand penetrates your throat or whatever, it also like here's all right. Well, here's the manual. I'll see mm-hmm. you later. It's Long range remote control. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, he climbs up on the truck and sees. Oh well, the truck starts to drive away. And then he climbs up on the side of it and sees a very scared driver mm-hmm. whose, like, eyes are popping out of his head. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to kill you. And then you definitely hear a gunshot. Yeah, he, go, he goes, eat lead. And then he, you hear a gunshot off screen and that's it. Yeah. So he definitely killed the driver and it won't come up in the next episode. Yeah. Listen, if you're uh, gonna, if your stand is six, like, happy murderers, you're going to be willing to murder somebody. Mm-mm. You gotta. Think about it. Uh, that episode done let's check in with the speedwagon foundation let's do it the, spe- the six um, bullets have appeared so patreon.com slash post game of thrones or you can donate to us if you'd like at five dollars a month you can you'll get special shout outs and episodes you can send in a message for us to read on air and you can send in an album for us to talk about on our other podcast fun point uh next week is a patreon pick where you're talking about kendrick lamar's section 80 mm-hmm. uh hey it's good it's good i like it so far um and at ten dollars a month you get all that Plus special user status in Discord. Um, this week's special user is... I don't believe this person has won the award yet, but it's uh, Boston's. Nice. So, thank you, Boston's. Thank you, Boston's. I don't know if this if they're they're related to the Mighty Mighty, but... Uh, sometimes Boston's can just be regular. You just... You, the the, the, <laughs> the normal, average, normal Boston's. The normal, normal Boston's. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you, Patreon user... Boston's. Thank you. Um, and thank you to the Mighty Mighty Boston's for having uh, members of their band Dickie Barrett and Johnny Vegas. Just oh my god. They're, they're, Johnny Vegas isn't fucking Avenged Sevenfold, dude. Don't even try to... <laughs> dude, I love Johnny Vegas. It's my favorite Fallout game. And the guy who dances. Mm-hmm. So he's there too. Uh, Patreon.com yeah. slash Post Game of Thrones. Fonsworth Bentley. 
Hunter's Bentley. He's cre- he, he's credited on Outkast albums. Like, he does a skit. He's funny. He, he's Behold a Lady. He dances with a funny umbrella at the Music Awards that one And time. he likes the way you move. Well, that, Big Boy does, but... Yeah, Big Boy likes it. Drip, drip, drop. There goes an orgasm, he says. Yeah, but Fonzworth Bentley is also always there. Always yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, episode 8. Six of Bullets appears, part two. Mm-hmm. So, this one starts... You get, like, a very quick, like, recap of the last episode. Which I don't feel like they do that often, but... I don't know. Maybe yeah. just the way this one was cut, but it was very, like, bop, 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 okay, we're here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice this the first time, but they show the guy being shot in the leg again. And right. you have, like, the JoJo effects. And the s- translated sound effect for getting shot in the leg is bazoo. Okay. So there was, like, the text up. The ominous text, and then it said bazoo in quotes. Oh, at the top perhaps of it was the funny sex minions who were just making a funny sound. Like, bazoo, 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 bazoo. Yeah. Uh, so that happens, and then we get back, and we find out Guido Mista's way of life was to live as simply as possible. Guido Mista wants a simple life. Guido Mista is just a simple idiot. <laughs> I like this guy. I like. I'm. I don't like a Abaccio. He's a mean man. I. He's a cop. I. Don't care about Fugo yet. I like Narancha, but like we don't miss it so far. An early fave because he fave. he loves a, a a little wine, maybe a bite of cheese, mayhaps a nap, He's uh, just... and just constantly. But he he also is the ultimate woman respecter. Yeah. Oh yeah, we because, because we learned when he was seventeen, he learned from a thing that people have destinies, which immediately sets off my oh this character's gonna die, huh? Alarm. But anyways, so this, this so okay. First, he loved to sleep and looking at the branches in the morning sun, watching the clouds. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> uh, did you also see when he defends the honor of the celebs? That sounds vaguely familiar, and I felt like he I, would hang out outside, oh, of, movie outside theaters, of movie theaters, and when people and be like, Nicholas Cage movie, actually has really good range and beat the shit out of people. He, when people would say actors were bad, he would just beat the shit out of them and steal their money. Uh-huh. And also, he got the shit beat out of him all the time, but it was fine. And yeah, he, he would did always it on try to talk. To, he would always try to talk to every woman, but when they turned him down, he'd just say okay and he'd leave. Yeah, they'd say, "Where's your cool hat?" And he didn't have that yet, so <laughs> he'd say, "I don't have a stand yet, so I don't get to." Yeah, see me in like three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, he we learned that one time in his life he had Targaryen bullet immunity. Oh yeah, he sure did, huh? So uh, his origin story is he's like walking around at night and he's just looking. He's, he's trying to find somewhere to get his ass kicked. He's trying to find a place where he can get beat up discreetly, and then there's a bunch of <laughs> mob guys beating up a woman in a car, so it's great. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, guys, stop that. So they're like, no, we're bad guys, and they shoot a gun at him, and he doesn't dodge or anything, but No, he, just, reason, he drinks his 100th cup of coffee, and he just yeah. becomes completely... They just all the bullets miss, because bullets all love him and would never and hurt him. And he just moves completely calmly and slowly... So what he, none of, these guys like reload five times and it's like six mafia guys and they're all shooting at him and he basically punches one guy in the head, takes his gun and just fucking murders all of them with yeah. six shots. And just calmly reloads as these bullets are all going all around him through like every orifice and out the other end without hurting him. Yeah. And then like, we don't find out that he like goes to jail or anything for this. Nope. But that, yeah. kind of. The narrator's like, then he entered the shadows, and then that's when we see him put on his clown costume that he wears for the rest of his life. And then we're back in modern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then it finds out, hey, he didn't actually shoot um, 
the truck driver, he shot a guy standing on top right, of it. Right, because he noticed the driver's leg wasn't injured, which the sex minions did to him. The sex minions did to him. And then the guy's like, guess what? I'm still alive, even though you shot me in the head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to aim properly this time. And then he goes into Mr.'s internal monologue. And he's <laughs> For like, like eight he's minutes. Like, he's like, oh, shit, that was lame. I should have said something cool. I wish we could have gotten that from Jotaro fucking once. But the thing is, everything Jotaro says he thinks is cool. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have enough self-awareness to be like, your watch is gonna be your face until the time. Like, yeah, he does the noise. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he's fucking... If, I... if, you, if you zoomed into his brain, that's all you would see. Uh-huh. Is that, like, one live performance of it with, like, the 80-person band? <laughs> Which is also my brain, so I can't really... Well, yeah. <laughs> And then we see his the the gross imperfect cell looking motherfucking stand that like is blocking all of Mista's bullets. Uh, did you did you get and his name? The name is Arts and Crafts. The name is Arts and Crafts. Now I had until I heard the man say it on like the, the the actual spoken version. I did not know what Arts and Crafts was a reference to, but I was absolutely losing my mind. It, yeah, it's craft work. Yeah, he goes craft the work, which is fine, but. Come on, Crunchyroll. What's worse, Arts and Crafts or Zipperman? I think Zipperman's really bad, and also we're going to have to hear about it probably the entire time. Yeah, true. I don't think we're going to be hearing much about Arts and Crafts in the future. Yeah, Arts and Crafts kind of takes a backseat. I think they might be forced to retire pretty soon. Not to spoil the rest of the show, but... um, I think we'll be seeing Bruno more than this sale, or whatever the fuck this dude... It's it's probably pronounced sale. Is it like a reference to, like, to... Is it an Italian word? It must be. Let me see. Uh, let me go to this page right here. Craftwork. Mm. It's um, salt in Italian, so it's probably sale. Okay, so, I mean, it makes well, sense. Oh, the, uh, that his partner is sugar. Okay. Well, I get it. Oh, I was thinking, because, you know, it's right after Black Friday, so, like, of course there'd be, like, a Standmaster sale. Hey, you know? there you go. Yeah, top they planned. They planned this pretty well. Yeah, we, we recorded this episode the day. Rocky was really had a lot of foresight when he planned this. Yeah, like he loves our show. Ago. Yeah, he does. Um, so basically, I'm going to call it arts and crafts because that's really funny. Oh, yeah, fuck uh, craft work canceled. It it has its power. Is it makes things stop? He's like a it's like a sticky, sticky man. It, it like it freezes in time, but also it can go with you if it's like on a on a car moving truck. Whatever. He's, it fixes he's, thing, everything he touches into place. Yeah. And also, much like um, Superfly, it can, like, send things back, like, with kinetic energy. Yes. That comes up later. Uh, so, yeah, he makes uh, Mister stick to, like, the side of the truck so he can't reload. And he makes the driver's, like, foot stick to the pedal or whatever. Right. So he has to keep driving. Um, my, next, <laughs> my next note here, I don't even know what this one's supposed to mean. Is but it, it just says, Yeehaw? Since he shot me in the head, Popo's fortune exists. Well, yeah, he was doing the brain genius, like, head trauma math in his head, and he was like, well, you wouldn't have tried to kill me if Popo's fortune wasn't here, so... Oh, yeah, so it must exist because reasoning. he tried to kill me. So thereby, with my Sherlock Holmes brain, I can infer that it is real. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, bullets number Sex Pistols 6 and 7 hit him in the neck. Yeah, he he missed the reloads and like the stand blocks, but then the funny minions they say yeehaw and they go right by the block and they curve the bullet like the funny movie and send it right into his neck and it's pretty good. And he doesn't. And he, that's when he like flies off the truck. Yes. And Mist is like, well, that was pretty good, but I have to go kill him now. Yeah. But he it's it's bad actually because now he only has four bullets left. Right. 
And he does not like that at he all. Doesn't, and his, his minions are even like, hey, you drop two and four is unlucky. We don't like that shit. Better not put mm. all four in there. They're even like, if it, you could just use three. Like, <laughs> you don't have to use four. But he does because he's Mista. And he, he yeah. likes to live simply, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then the tra- this goes on for the rest of the episode of Mista telling the driver to start and stop the truck. Yeah, he's just threatening to murder the the driver constantly. He's like, it's do not stop good. this he's- car at gunpoint. Go back to Marina Grande. But then we see, uh, Sale fucking, like, climbing rocks that he set up to create a path up the side of the mountain. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst stand power we've ever seen. What? Because, okay, so, like, yeah, we see they're, like, on this, like, movie mountain cliff driving on this road. And you see Sale levitating off a cliff, and, like, that's cool. Hmm. But then he Sale sends out some pebbles and just starts scaling them like a rock wall. Yeah. Like, towards them. But he's not, like, doing it fast. It's, yeah, well, he doesn't have special powers. He's right. Just stop. It's like he's making this very hard-to-traverse path going half a mile an hour, and everybody's like, oh, fuck, we gotta get out of here, boss. <laughs> it's a really, really bad power. I think it's pretty cool. He uses it in a cool Breath of the Wild way later. Yeah. But just, like, he I can make a rock wall, and some, I, can, I can't, like, do it well. I'm not very strong, but... Hey, if, heck, you, if you stay in place for a couple hours, I'll, I'll catch you. More than you can do. Yeah. Oh. So he climbs up to the side, and then Mister's like, okay, actually start the truck again. Also, and the guy this, hates it. Is there an explanation for, like, how he got into the fucking boathouse? I thought that would be, like, a part of his stand that, like, it made him, like, he can slip through walls or something like that. But that it's kind of a JoJo thing where it just happened. He, he was just there. Because I was also thinking with last episode, the zoo, the uh, Mario Zucchero, I thought there might be oh. an explanation of how he got out of the car, and maybe, like, he had, like, a second car inside of him that, like, allowed him I to I think at out. some point, um, well, they were all still on the boat, because they mentioned that, uh, like, Bucciarati's team took a very roundabout way so they wouldn't be found. Down, 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 Yeah. But then someone, I, I, it was probably, like, Fugo said, like, if you just go from Naples straight to Capri, you can get there in, like, a half hour. Okay, yeah, okay. So, so he, he just, probably went He just, there. he made a rock wall and he just climbed all the way very quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I, that may be it, I don't know, but... It's fine. It's fine. Um, so then, I forget how it happens, but doesn't the other guy end, like, back on top of the truck? Yeah, he gets, he climbs Or the, he, he, he sends, he sends a bullet back at Mista. Yeah, and then Mista's like, you gotta drive now, and then that's when Sally starts, like, tapping the bullet that's mm-hmm. in midair with his finger and just going like... Yeah, he, he does... He does Breath of the Wild stasis on it. Yeah. And he sends it flying back, and it hits Mr. very bad. He, he gets him in the it. stomach, and it's really bad. Yeah. And then kind of the next ten minutes are them just, like, on top of the truck yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, well, this is a very hard technique to do, but I'm going to use it on you, because I know you can't move, because I already shot you in the chest, and it hurts very badly. Right. And Mr. like, yeah, dude, it does. Yeah, ow. Ooh. Also, I only have one bullet left, and I'm telling you this because reasons. And then, so you like, know it's real. Number seven is like, number five, number six, get on the last bullet. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So what happens to say, like, he's like, okay, this is it, my final shot. And, like, three of the, oh, no, first, Mr. Fire's, like, a bunch off. Yeah. And they're like, wah! And they just, like, fly away. <laughs> just die immediately. Like, they all miss and go flying into the distance. And right. then he has three left. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, let's all of us hop on this one and give it a big ride. 
So, Mr. Fires the bullet into his mouth? Right, because he's, because he's like, uh, because Saleh's stand power, he can stop the bullet right as it penetrates his skin. So, like, he's gotta go to some orifice, like a mouth. Mm-hmm. And then Saleh opens his mouth on purpose, because he's like, oh, are you, are you aiming for my mouth? And it goes into his mouth and fucking obliterates his throat, and then we get this very cool victory wine speech from Saleh. He's like, actually, uh, it hurts very bad. But like, it hurts. He's like, it hurts so fucking bad. But I wanted you to do this. But also, there's blood like gushing out of my mouth. And anyway, he's still like tapping this one. But he's tapping it like way a lot. It's you a even big, see like him and bullet. his stand tapping it at the same time. I, I and like it's, that. Like, getting faster and faster. And he's like, okay, here it comes, the big one. I'm gonna kill you in one shot. But then, guess what? It was all part of a ruse mm-hmm. because actually. Uh, Sex Pistols just wanted to get really close to him. They didn't try to kill him with that one. And then somehow all seven are back. Yeah, and they're just, they're, they, they're shit-talking while they do it. They're like, wow, he really did let down his guard, just like we said. Yeah, and then they all, like, uh, Sally fires the one big bullet back, and then they all hop onto it and kick it back at him with, like, superpower, all seven of them at once, and it looks great. It's pretty good. And the, guess what? The bullet, Sally's like, oh no, he can't be sending it there. And I was like, there's no way they can get to his, like, butthole from this angle. Right. But it goes in... It's bad to think about, but it goes into the bullet hole in his head from before. And it pushes the bullet that was already there further back into his brain. Right. And he very much has to be dead. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you're still a little bit alive. You're a little bit alive, because he stands there for a little bit, and then, like, falls over. Yeah, he does, like, a funny, like, a funny dying face, and then he yeah. slams into the ground. And Mrs. is like, ah, isn't Italy great? <laughs> we did it. And then he goes and threatens the truck driver with death again, and says, yeah. we're go- going back to the marina. And they do. And then you see, uh, Mr., like, dragging Saleh off somewhere. And the- <laughs> this is actually really funny. It's, like, an actually good comedy moment. It's good, because, like, most of the, like, jokes that JoJo attempts, it's like, Joseph is in drag. Yeah. But this actually has, like, a setup and a payoff. Yeah, it's the same, a also through with, line like, throughout the, two episodes. It's pretty good. With, like, the fucking Naranja's math problem. It's, like, the same thing. Oh, man, that was so funny. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, like, uh, we see Mr., like, dragging Saleh away, and the truck driver's like, I've had enough of this. Like, I'm not a taxi driver. This is my job, and I'm sick of people ordering me around, and if anyone ever tells me to drive them anywhere again, I'll tell them, fuck fucking off. fucking kill him. I'll fucking kill him. And then Giorno gets in the car, and he's like, immediately, take me to the he's top like, of the hey, cliff. Hey, what's I up? You better start someone. driving, or I'll fucking kill you. And the fucking beta yeah. bus driver's like, yes, sir. And then the episode ends. It's pretty It's good. really funny. It's actually really good. I like it. Uh-huh. And, uh, this would be where we say, like, a funny preview of next week. But, uh, Crunchyroll kinda didn't give it to us. Kinda didn't ones. give it to us. I, I now, I, I, you know, I try to stay away from the spoilies. I did look at the comments and it seemed like people, some people were saying potential titles. Okay, well, let me right now, uh, I'm gonna do a little clicking. Um, so I can look at, cause most of the, uh, like, episode titles are based off of, like, arcs of the, uh. Cause yeah, I think it might be a Narancho one. Okay, no, uh, on Wikipedia it says the next one is The First Orders from the Boss. Oh, okay. So that's what the next one's called. Dude, I love how the new Spider-Man game still has, like, people being like, The Boss! The Boss! He's there! Look out! (laughs) Mr. Fisk! 
What's with the get-up, chomp? It's pretty good. <laughs> the spider's here. <laughs> ah. Anyway, I'm a video game bad guy. <laughs> and Let's I've go play been... Uno New York style. New York, hey, I'm only playing with New York rules. Ah, uh, get this marinara off the top of my pizza pie. Marinara? Any true New Yorker would know you say marinade. <laughs> Let's get him, boys. <laughs> I've never heard Marinara before. That's pretty good. Hey, the Nikes. I'm I learned something with today. Ancient wisdom. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into questions? Yeah, sure. Uh, normally, I do a post about questions. You know, we we're busy, man. I do it. I do it every time. I do it two days before the episode, and uh, this time that day uh, was the American Thanksgiving Day. So, kind of slipped my mind on that one. You know. Uh, it happens sometimes, but uh, we got a couple. A li- the d- dictionary definition of a couple. So, like, maybe uh, it's two of them. Yeah, kind of something like a two of them. Uh, fr- uh, uh, what is it? Yada yada boys at gmail.com or yada dash yada dash boys dot tumblr dot com to send us an ask. Uh, friend of the show, Maxi Bajillion asked, Mister talks to the very good stand of Sex Pistols like their codename Kids Next Door, and Joseph Joestar was voiced by the same guy who voiced number one in that show. Putting two and two together... What if Mr. had a very big gun that held 69 bullets? That's pretty good. Give Mr. a fucking Gatling gun. It would be, but like, because you could never get 420 bullets because that has a four in it and that would be bad luck. That would be, it's it's the first number in it. Yeah, it's the first number. So 69 bullets, that's like, it's like probably like a prime number or something, which is good. Mm-hmm. I um, don't like the Joseph Joestar dub voice. I know we probably talk about this all the time, but it's just, it's really bad to hear. It's bad to hear Joseph Joestar be actually British. I don't like it. Very good, Cesarino. Yeah, I don't need that shit. Like, even when I watch. Would it really end, be so bad to look at my mother's ass? Like, yeah. I don't like it watching, as much. When I watch the end of. I uh, hate Battle Japanese Tendency. people. Like, it's not charming. When I watched Battle Tendency perfectly sober, even then I was like, I can't enjoy this because that's not how he sounds. Yeah, and fucking, and like, fucking Caesar sounds like fucking our impression of like Caesar. An Italian man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His accent is constantly dropping out. Yeah. It's good. Uh,. Yeah, not great, but hey, I can't wait until they get to part five and everyone's like, ah, it's a me, uh, Guido Mista. Yeah, they're fucking all gonna, ugh. Because, but everyone in- I, How I could see- you uh, say a lower number? <laughs> Paisano. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, what's going on? The number the math the problem, huh? Let me finish this. Hey, I'm at the Matico. And I'm going to knock you right upside the head after I finish my gabagool, huh? <laughs> anyway. Ah, uh, uh, Mrs. Manini, what can I do Ms. you for? <laughs> uh, Mrs. Manini. <laughs> Let's give Mrs. Manini some manakata. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, this is for Son of the yeah. Paw, that's the question. If each of the judges got to pick a song to dance to while a severed head was tortured by a pair of glasses, what would they choose? And why would my sweet boy Josuke betray me by picking Gangnam Style? I mean, yeah. Well, it would have to be, like, relevant to their time. Okay. Uh, Jonathan would not do it. I think Jonathan would play, like, Danny Boy or something, and he would be like, I'm sad that I have to torture you. I actually have... I'm actually very, I have a lot of respect for you, but I just, it's very sad that I have to do this. And then he would start doing the funny Fortnite flossing dance. Wait, okay. 
Be- because I don't know enough fucking like 1920 songs, I'm gonna kind of spin this question. Yeah, I don't think bit. Joseph t- fucking Tin Pan Alley ragtime shit. Like, sorry to talk about this all the time, but what uh, Fortnite dance would each Joe would jo- Jojo do? Which which one? I don't. I, I gotta be honest. I only know a couple. So, um, which one would floss? Not J- I don't even know what Jotaro would do. J- Jotaro would do like the 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 punching one where you like kick your leg out. Oh, yeah, 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 he would do that. That would be very funny to see Star Platinum do that behind him. Star Platinum would do that. Uh, Josuke would do the other one. I know that you kind of, like, I don't know what it's called, but you, like, get down and you, like, throw your arms out side to side. Yeah, that's the fun one. That's the fun one. And that's all of them I know. Yeah, that's kind of all of them. Joseph I do think Josuke would... Fucking, jo- Joseph would do the stupid one where you put the L on your head and you, like, f- kick your legs out. Yeah, because he would be like, ah, I'm a funny troll, and it's like, mm-hmm. just like a funny grandpa one. I do think that, because we know that Josuke time travels, so he probably, maybe he time traveled so that he could show his old self Gangnam style. Okay, so there is textual evidence that Josuke could no- possibly know Gangnam style. Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh no, when when does Stardust Crusaders, that's like 89, right? I was gonna say, um, old, uh, Joseph would do the Macarena. He but. would really. He would do the Macarena. Yeah. Sorry. Okuyasu thinks he can dance, but he can only do the Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. And he and he always like screws up. Yeah. He, Okuyasu cannot cha cha real smooth. I know that's <laughs> a different one, but I miss um, Okuyasu, uh, Okuyasu voice, dude. Joski. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really good. It's I don't really like good. like his dub voice is fine. What is but it? It's like, not. It's not the one I like. Is the problem? Yeah. I, oh yeah. When he's my diarrhea tummy's all better. It's like no. That's not how you say it. <laughs> uh, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I miss that's, him. Uh, I gotta say, bold move for part five to like really. After you know, who knows again? But like after Koichi leaves, it is pretty much all new characters. Koichi just walked away. He just went to go see some sights and probably he said, died. He went to go sightseeing, and he did, and that's it. Also, I'm pretty sure we don't see Jotaro again ever. Nice. So, there's that to look forward to. It'd be cool um, if he like showed up at the end, like when fucking Jorno wins and everybody loves and respect him, respects him, and then he shows up and tries to kill him because he's Dio's son still. You you gotta you gotta. Um, how far? I'm trying to remember. Like, cause, uh, Kira doesn't come in till, uh, in part four, till, like, at least halfway through. Yeah. But, I feel like, when did, like, Chili Pepper show up? I feel like that was, like, maybe ten, an eight or, eight to ten, ep- no, cause episode ten was let's go eat some Italian food. Okay, cause I'm just thinking, like, there is no villain in this part yet. Maybe Leaky Eye Luca killed Koichi. <laughs> like, like, they do have the goal of Popo's treasure, but there's no, like, villain like main guy yeah there's like the there's we see at the top of the the chart of gangs there's a big boss and then but that's haven't met him to my knowledge yet. maybe the boss is jotara that would be pretty fucking good it'd be pretty because then it's like he'd have to fight his own like jojo also i didn't realize it takes this long for us to know like all of the main crew stands yeah if listen if it wasn't for the fighting gold thing i wouldn't know shit about anything yeah, so we still need to see Fugo and Naranja's stand. So. Oh yeah, and I st- I don't know anything about Fugo's, because in Fighting Gold he just kind of like yells, and then the guy behind him is like, ah, I'm a stand too. Yeah. Which is like, okay. No, no, no sneak preview of his power. Yeah. Get a little bit of Naranja's, but... 
Yeah, sort of a plain one on Narancha. It's the, 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 the like, uh, the thing he does with his arms is really good. It's so cool. <laughs> there's no reason to do that, but he does it. But anyway. yeah, there's a lot of shit in that intro that I, just, I still couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about. There's mm-hmm. some characters in it that I don't know. I still don't know if, like, the hand thing is fully explained. It's fine. It's fine. We'll find out yeah. in two weeks. We'll know more of Secret Mysteries of Italy. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the episode. Sure is. Um, until then, uh, tag someone who's always waking up sexually horny. All right. Uh, Semper oh, funny. I, sh- I, sh- I should have mentioned this on the in the Patreon segment, but uh, this month's Carry Me Home. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to stay tuned because we're having a special guest mm-hmm. on that one. So just a little teaser, uh, and let let me say, holy cow, am I excited? Yeah, to talk about a godly movie. <laughs> yeah, I, it's gonna be uh, a B E A beautiful. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the that's the way erosion happens. And I'm I'm not Clint Eastwood. I'm Bruce Nolan. Remember when? He kills half the population of Earth to make the moon big. So he kills a lot of people of color in this movie, and like so that his wife's Jennifer Aniston. He makes his big titty wife big big titties, and then sort of murders everybody in Bangladesh. Yeah. So uh, and doesn't fix it. He he's God in that one, and then he's like, I got a lot of prayers, funny Yahoo email, and then that's sort of it. And then he makes his wife horny. He does make his wife sexually horny, and then the dog pees. That's funny. Though. That's like an homage to meet parents. That's funny. That's it. Was funny. Well, well, you tune into that on the. If you want more of this, this yeah. So we're, we're so we're doing Man on the Moon this month. So tune. We're in. doing yeah. We're doing Man on the Moon, <laughs> yeah, and then the Grinch is next month. So stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah, Semper funny. Semper semper funny. Bye bye.